What up, everybody, and welcome to the Short Series Podcast. On this podcast, I talk to artists, creatives, and young entrepreneurs about their stories and their way of coping with the quarantine. This podcast was recorded in Kansas City, Missouri, with very talented individuals. Enjoy the wave. What up, everybody? It's Neighbor Street Wave. Welcome to the Short Series Podcast. Well, it's funny that I say podcast because now we've moved into a phone cast, which is crazy. Um, during this difficult time, we just couldn't stop or stop doing things anymore. Like we had to do something. So uh, today, my guest, uh, straight from Cali, Orange County, um, Scott, aka Stupid Heat. What's up, brother man? Yo, Nate, how's it going? Hey, man, it's going well. I appreciate your time, man. Yeah, I appreciate yours too, man. Thanks for having me on. I'm yeah. glad to be here. Yeah, and it's crazy. I just want to kind of, before we started, we were talking about just some people that we know. It's uh, crazy how um, vintage and uh, culture and fashion has um, inspired and has created such an amazing community and support. Um, so it's really cool to find another uh, vintage head, collector, enthusiast, you know, all of the above. So I really appreciate your time, man. Yeah, hell yeah, man. I mean... That's awesome. It's, it's so funny that how it is, you know, with Instagram is you can just just follow so many different creative people. And just if you just like someone, whatever someone's doing, that's interesting, you know, and you can just kind of curate your own feed. And it's cool to connect with different people like that. Hell yeah, man. Let's uh, let's jump into your life a little bit. Um, tell me about yourself, man. Um, just where you grew up, where you went to high school and then um, how you got into um, the vintage realm. I went to high school in Orange County. Um, I was really into skateboarding. I pretty much skated like, I don't know, I skated all the way from like third grade up until just like, I would say a couple years ago. Pretty much like drifting took over my skating addiction. And okay. um, I don't know, I did skating for a while and just, I always loved like the apparel aspect of skating, you know? I love skating, but I also love the brands that, like, put out cool stuff. Like, when I was in high school, like, I would wear a lot of, like, crew and, like, girl skateboards and, like, Makai and everything that, like, Air Coffin was doing. Like, I really oh, yeah. gravitated towards that, oh, you know, yeah. and, like, that style. Dude, Coffin is the GOAT, like, you know, like, when they did that fully flared video with the intro and they are like kick-flipping over the stair steps, and they're exploding, like, wild game-changer for me. Yeah. Wild. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what, do you remember that first vintage piece that you came across that was like, all right, this is something that I should do? Was it something that, like that that happened, or? Yeah, dude, 100%. Like, so how I kind of started thrifting was I would just end up buying a lot of clothes. So, like, you know, it started to not really be a problem, but my closet was getting full, you know what I mean? So, like, before I wanted to buy the next piece that I wanted to get, I decided that I was going to sell a couple things out of my closet to kind of, like, help pay for it. Mm -hmm. And so, after doing that for a while, I saw a video by from Paul Cantu, like, obviously everyone knows him, but... I was like, oh, shit, that's dope. So I just decided to pop into the local thrift store. And honestly, it was like one of my first trips ever going. And I was in the hat section of a Salvation Army out here. 
and I came across like a Christian Dior bucket hat. What? It was super nice. <sighs> yeah, bro. It was it was like it was a vintage Christian Dior uh, trotter print bucket hat. And what? I was like, Ooh. all right, that's dope. So yeah. I took it to the cashier, and it was like twelve bucks. I was able to talk her down to giving me a half off, so I got it for like six bucks. Hell yeah! And then I went home and cleaned it up a little bit, took some pictures, and put it on Depop. And I sold it that same night for like 120 bucks. And so at that point, I was like, all right, like, this is real. Like, you can really make some extra money doing this. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So after that, you know, it was just game over after that. I just started going more and more. And and um, just you get better at it over time, you know. So it's just it's just become so much fun. It's just a fun thing to do. Yeah, and it's crazy because uh, one of my coworkers at Reset, Garrett, me and him would go out to the Goodwill bins, which is north of the river, and like hit up there probably like 15 minutes before they open. We're sitting in the car. We're just watching people walk up to the door. We're getting stoked because yeah. we're like, we are going to find something today. And after just a massive three-hour workout of your arms of digging, because these things would be like <laughs> mountains of clothes. Um we, we sometimes would come across some really cool shit, man. Like, I would take usually the camo pants um, just because, like, that was an extra, like, 20, 25 bucks in my pocket. Plus, yeah, no doubt. most of the time it was, like, my size. So I was like, ha-ha, so let's try it for a little bit. And if I don't <laughs> like it, boom. Because it's crazy because yeah. I, before I got into vintage, I was into, like, Supreme. So this was, like, yep. six, seven years ago. Got into that realm. Started reselling that, and then I got introduced to vintage, and like I just always needed to have like a vintage piece and a, you know, a modern hype piece on me, whether it be my pants and then my shirt would be you know vintage and just having that equal balance. Um, how how's it been for you on like setting up a, a fit for yourself? If you have so no, much dude, things, like- is it hard? No, dude, I'm I'm the same way with you. I think that there's for sure a balance between, like, vintage pieces and then, like, mixing that with, like, some cool hype brands that you like. Mm. Like, for sure, that's my that's my outfit, like, usually on a daily basis. Like, I like to mix in, like, you know, I still have, like, some Y3 and, like, Revenge and, like, some Yeezy stuff, but I definitely like mixing that up with, like, some vintage here and there and, like, I'm, I'm the same way. It's for sure a balance. Like, I don't understand the people that feel like need to be, like, entirely one side or the other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's you could, like, there's, yeah. too mu- there's too much good shit out there to just keep yourself in a box like that. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, not the shit talk on my friend Riley out there, but um, he's like, they just don't fit me right, those vintage tees. I'm like, bro, Dude, let me I come with that, you. <laughs> I know, no, I understand. <laughs> and. Did- Maybe he just hasn't tried on enough, bro. You never know. Yeah, I was like, bro, let me just bring out some pieces. We'll make, we'll, we'll find it. We'll find it. And it, it does, it is a like needle in the haystack sometimes. I mean, I agree. I just got in a like 2X um, Goldberg wrestling tee from Grailed. Yeah. Um, I was like, cool, boxy. I'm still going to wear this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude. It's always kind of like throwing a dart, like a dart with your eyes closed when you're like buying stuff. Like, 
if they don't have the measurements on there, at least for me, I always try to include measurements because I feel like it just eases the mind of the buyer. Yeah. At least it does for me. Like, I kind of know the range that I like to wear. Yeah. But before in the beginning, when I was just like, oh, it's XL, like, it'll fit like an XL. And then I get it, and, like, my belly button's showing. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, Man, that happened to my Batman I mean, tee I got last week. I was like, damn, damn. <laughs> You're like, so for me like i always like either ask for measurements and like as a buyer it's smart to do that like if you're spending your money like you want to make sure that what you're buying is going to fit you Mm. and just as a seller it covers covers your ass a little bit because i feel like if they try to come at me or say something like oh you know it doesn't fit i need a return it's like well you know it's right there in the description don't know what to tell you yeah just like a little insurance policy as a seller i guess Bro, we have that on the damn table that you check out the clothes out. Like if you ring up, it's on the it's on the table, right? That says no exchanges that we do. And yeah. reset. Oh man. You'd be surprised. You'd be like, mm. <laughs> I forgot Dude, to say it. I forgot to say it that one time I should have said it to this person <laughs> that now is back. Oh man. It's crazy. It's, hey, it, I was gonna ask you about, about reset, man, because mm-hmm. I've been actually I was fo- I've been following reset since before you guys actually reached out to me. Okay. You guys are like the kings of the layout. And it's cool, man. I love what you guys got going on over there. Yeah, man, it, it's uh it's a dream come true to work there. They open so here's a crazy backstory on that. Um I walked in there, I was like, All right, I need to get to know these guys a little bit. It was kinda weird at first, you know, obviously. Um, yeah. I kept on going, kept on going back, got to know their names, Connor, Garrett, and Yusuf. And then I was like, yo, so I run a podcast. Would you guys be down? And they're like, yeah, man, come on through. So we do one. I have shitty mics at the time, crackle pops. I'm like, ah, this is just ruined. We'll, we'll come back and do another one. Well, we do. We booked another one. It was amazing. Killed it. Had that connection. Yeah. Started going to the bins with Garrett, and I told Garrett, I was like, man, it'd be a dream to work with you guys. And he's like, well, you know, we're actually needing like some help on the weekends. I'm like, yo, let's go. Let's get this started. So um, it was a little bit stressful at the beginning, man, but it has gotten so much better. And those dudes are like, you know, brothers for life. And Yusuf is such a great dude and um, runs such a, a great shop. And it's crazy that, you know, uh, his co-owner Bruce, that owns the OG store in St. Louis, he's also incredible, and that team mm-hmm. is great. Um, I haven't met them all yet, but when they were showing off their vintage tees, like I did when I put you on that that tag the other day, I don't have yeah, yeah, shit compared that, to. I, I ain't got nothing compared. <laughs> Bruce has like a whole like um, Nirvana collection that is outrageous. So wow. I saw that and I was like, man. Eh whatever i'm still gonna put up whatever i have here's a liquid blue it's pretty cool you know like maybe some like champion chicago tea some you know some i'm getting there i need to get more i need to get better yusuf's got like the best uh wu-tang rap tea that is just incredible um large print um lucky fine on that piece but yeah man i i'm i've Sometimes things like, man, if I never got into vintage, I would have never met these people. It's crazy. Yeah, 100%. And you guys, I saw had Travis Kelsey in the store. Congrats on the Super Bowl win, too, by the way. That's sick. Hey, yeah, man. 
That was huge. And that was supposed to be, this was supposed to be the year to ride on it too. (laughs) What's up? Yeah, man, for real. (laughs) Like we were supposed to, we were supposed to, we were supposed to do more, but, um, how, how is, I want to get on a side path about that real quick. How, how has that, uh, been for you so far with, um, with the coronavirus starting and everything? How, How have you been doing? I mean, I'm doing okay. It definitely sucks not being able to go thrifting. It sucks not being able to, you know, kind of kick it with the homies and, like, go to the bins and do all that. Yeah. It's for sure a bummer. Yeah. Um, I know that, you know, I try to get down, but I know at the same time, like, there's a lot of other people that are in the same exact boat that are in worse circumstances. So we just all got to be here for each other and, like, help out any way we can. You know, and like with my hustle and with what I'm doing, like I'm just trying to take this opportunity to go through that big stack of stuff that I know that we all have that just accumulates over time. So, you know, I've just been working on like buying some new equipment to take better pictures with and like really trying to push my sales a little harder and even like kind of fine tuning my Depop store and like my Instagram and little things like that, you know, it's, it's for sure a bummer. And I hope that everyone stays safe and stays healthy, but it's also like an opportunity in a way. It's very rare that we get this much free time, you know, so yeah. you can only spend so much time being bummed out. You, know, yeah. you got to spend some time like being productive and helps anyways to get your mind off it. Like the grind doesn't stop. Like the pot, the post office is open and as long as they're open, I'm going. So, right. And, and I know, think it's, it's going to, yeah, go ahead. No, that that photo you most recently shared with you, um, showing you put down like oh, a, the I think, Clorox? yeah, 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 man, that was fire. So what about it? Well, no, no, not just with the Clorox, but when you were um, the photo of you just laying down the off white piece in front of uh, the light. Oh, that one, yeah, yeah. No, that was that spoke a lot of volume. That would in which you just talked about was just uh, preparation sharpening your skills, staying positive. I think that was really just a lot of things that spoke through that photo, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I've always tried to, like, I never felt like anything had to be staged for, like, Instagram or social media or whatever. Like, I try to put myself out in a really, like, authentic way. Mm. And you, at, at the end of the day, like, you have to be able to work with what you have around you. Like, I remember listening to... So this Wiz Khalifa interview like back in the day where he was talking about in the beginning of his career how you just like have to work with what you have around you like you may not have like a big budget for you know some nice film equipment and to like go rent a car or do this or that whatever like he made it cool just like kind of like kicking it in the car and like smoking with his homies and like doing all that you know made it cool made it popular or whatever but With that, it's just kind of like, I was just trying to put a message out there maybe that you don't, like you can make some good out of a bad situation. Like if I'm stuck in this little one bedroom apartment, like I'm still like cleaning my stuff. I'm still taking pictures. I'm still like, you know, trying to make some money, trying to stay positive. So that's pretty much what that was. (laughs) (laughs) No, man, that was great. Um, your your influencers, yeah. Eric Costin, we talked about. Was there any other like uh, inspirations for like vintage or what you're doing right now? 
inspiration. Um, I really like growing up. I like like Mike Giant's artwork. He did the mm. artwork for Rebel Eight. I really like this stuff. I thought it was super sick. Um, I'm trying to think, man. I just get influenced like with with what I do with my grind. It's just like a whole lot of everything, you know. I may not necessarily like just look at a thrifter and then be like inspired for thrifting. Like I may take something or like an energy that I feel in a song and then like apply that to how I want to take a picture of a t-shirt. I know that sounds weird, but hmm. it's just like pulling just different creative aspects from different things. It's just like, I don't know. I like Kanye West. I think that like the way that he's been able to like kind of cross lines between music and art and like, I think his clothing's dope, and I'm trying to think of who else. Who inspires you? What kind of artists do you like? Well, that's a good question, man. I'm I'm definitely I've been a Cause fan for like eight or nine years now. A couple of years back, I got to go to his gallery. He had like a hundred pieces at the Fort Worth Modern Museum, and I got to really oh, go awesome. like just and bask myself in his realm. Um, yeah, man, I, I've been a huge fan of him. Anything that's like modern and popping, man, I'm, I'm probably attached to in some way just because it just, um, I don't know, just something about the art just really drags me into just another realm of, um, appreciation and, um, character for myself, if that makes sense, man. Yeah, dude, hundred percent. It's like, there's just so much out there. Like we're so blessed to live in a time where, you know, we can see so much of what's out there. You know, we're not really limited to what we have around us locally. It's like we can get inspired from something across the planet. It's awesome, man. Yeah. And it's just not like a book. It's a click away now. You know what I mean? Like Exactly. It's in seconds. Streamlined. Yeah. Which is unreal. <laughs> I was going through, I mean, obviously you've got one hell of a collection of, of things. Thanks, um, man. I appreciate that. Bro, what what did you do with the Forrest Gump and Wall Street posters? Do you still have those? Dude, it's in, <laughs> that's in my garage right now. <laughs> how, how did that all come about? Okay, so, I mean, I, I just went to a thrift store. So, I as well as, well as doing my thrifting, I also have a full-time job. Okay. So I work like 40 plus hours a week what at do you an do? office. What do you do? So I, I'm an inventory manager. So basically we have like millions of dollars worth of supplies at our facility at one time. Damn. So my job is to just basically make sure what's there is what's accurate. You know, we get audited by the government a few times a year. So our numbers got to be on point. So that's, that's what I do there. But when I'm over there, I get like an hour long lunch break. So I have time to drive to like the thrift store that's down the street and go in there for like 35, 40 minutes and poke around. So I was there like, I don't know what that was, maybe like a month or so ago and didn't find any clothes, whatever, kind of bummed out. And then from the other side of the store, I saw a movie poster and I was like, oh, that's kind of dope. I'll go check it out. Like, and so I went and saw the one for, um, oh man, what was the other movie? Wall Street Wall with street, Charlie yeah. Sheen. So I yeah. saw that one and I was like, I was like, oh, that's sick. And then I noticed how all the signatures on it. And I was like, okay, those look real. And that's pretty cool. And then I noticed that there was a similar size picture with like the same exact frame 
like a few ways behind it. So I picked that one out, and that was the Forrest Gump one, and that had all the signatures on it too. Damn. And I was like, all right, bet. So <laughs> yeah. I, I, I picked up those, and I got those. I think they were like $8 a piece or something. Damn. And I have them in my garage right now, but what the plan to do with those is first is to get them authenticated because I like cracked the frames open, hoping that there would be like, you know, a certificate of authenticity or something in them, and there wasn't. Which is a bummer, but yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that they are authentic. I'm going to get them authenticated. And if they are, then obviously, like, I'm going to go ahead and get them, like, reframed real nice and then figure out what to do with them after that. I yeah. like the Forrest Gump one, man. I grew up watching that movie, so Me and you I might both. hold on to that one and yeah. sell off the other one, you know? There was a point in the time where I was like, greatest soundtrack of all time. Forrest Gump. <laughs> right, bro, for real. <laughs> all that, all those classic hits, bro. The CCR. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> dude, for real, some Clarence Clearwater, bro. That was it. Yeah, some dude. Eric Clapton. It was awesome. Yeah. I got a lot of songs growing up from that movie. Oh, for sure, for sure. And I watched it with for my sure, father. For sure, for sure. And that shit was wild. Uh, also, the the bootleg Space Jam bag. That was cra- That was crazy, bro. Like. Oh, thanks, man. And then the. What is it? The Nike Air Bart Michael Jordan T? Yeah, that was a good one too. Yeah, so the fire. Air Bart one was a funny story because so my homie, shout out to my homie Sam. He runs Ultra Mega Vintage in OC two. Oh dear. Um, he was so he gets to go to the bins while I'm at work. So I like he'll be over there like doing his thing, and I'll be on my phone and see him like pull out something crazy. And so he pulled out maybe, like, three or four of those, like, bootleg Bart shirts, right? And they were, like, all different ones. And, like, three out of the four were basketball-themed. And I was, like, I was, like, at work, and I'm disappointed. I'm, like, I got to be here pushing paper while my homie's over there pulling out all this fire. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was, been like, there, but at the there. same time, I'm, like, I'm, like, all right, I'm counting the minutes to get out of here so I can go drive over there, you know? Yeah. So I dip out and drive over there, and yeah, so after like 30 minutes, I found that Air Bart Jordan tee, and in my opinion, I was like, damn, this one's super sick, and it was just cool that it was like somehow got left behind after, you know, everyone else had already gone through it and oh. all that, so. Bro, it's yeah, like. Yeah, that was a sick piece, man. I was hyped on that one. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's like my favorite time always going into the bins. Uh, the first people in, it's like roaming around to see what people left on top of the pile. And I, myself oh, and some homies have found some stupid things. We're just like, all right, made in America Nike shorts, you bet. Like, I <laughs> just right there. And I wear yeah, them as much like as I can. Back and they were like, yeah, it's th- crazy. It's, uh, it's crazy on like the thrill I get out of it as well, you know, man? Like, I don't know what it is, but for those like three or four hours or more that I'm there for, it's just got my in ears in or my AirPods in, and I'm just finding those diamonds. <laughs> trying, anyways. Dude, I, I joke about it. I joke about it because when I pull up to the bins, I feel like I'm driving to Disneyland. Yes. Like that feeling that you get of like yeah. anticipation and Ooh. like, like, like excited anxiety. Yeah. You know, you're just like, mm, let's go, and it's. I don't know, man. I've been to the bins a lot of times, and I don't know if I've ever pulled up 
just not like so not like necessarily stoked, but like feeling bad about being there. Yeah. It's always like it's always fun and exactly, bro. It's like a little modern day treasure hunt. You never know what you're gonna get. It's always a surprise, and like you know, sometimes I may go like a couple times and not find anything, but there's that times where you pull out something crazy, and that'll make up for the last month or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just it all hits at different times, and it's fun, man. I totally know what you mean. Are you into sneakers a lot too? I'm not too much of a sneakerhead. No, mm. I have. Three pairs of Jordans in my closet. Okay, good rotation. And <laughs> let's see. I have the I have the Air Force One Lows, the shattered backboards, and then I got the I got the what does. I just started like I always was like I said I was more of a skater, so I used to just like wear Nike SBs and like bands and shit, and just like tear them up and not really care about them. Yeah. So it wasn't up until like a couple years ago that I just started wearing sneakers to just like be comfortable most of the day. <laughs> you know what <laughs> well, I mean? That makes sense. So, yeah, well, <laughs> it's like your lifestyle kind of switches a little bit. <laughs> I feel that. It's crazy how the SBs have come up too now, man. Like. Yeah, it's crazy. I was literally in you line. You know it's going to hit, man. Yeah, for sure. We have, we've got one skateboarding shop here. Um, they're they're a, a Nike um, sellers. So I was, I was the first in line to get the safaris a few weeks ago and I got, Yus- oh, got Yusuf size slide in. That was her Yusuf. He paid me up for it. Yeah. It was a, you know, that kind of <laughs> quick move kind of thing. Um, but I recently <laughs> yeah, got the, what did I get the plums dunks, um, bro, comfy. And even in the SB, I have, uh unlvs the high tops the red and grays bro okay 15 years old those are the most comfortable shoes i have ever worn in my life they're just worn in yeah like a dude came in in the shop i was like hmm i really want these kind of thought about it yeah told the dudes they're like buy it buy it you know because it that's just how they are no you should get it get it dude you know telling me this and that and i'm like <laughs> All right, fuck it, whatever. I'm going to buy these. Bought them, put them on. It's hard to get them off my feet, man. I wore my Sakai's for like ever because I also got those off of waiting in line for another pair of shoes. The Ray Guns. Nice. <laughs> those ones were sick. Yeah, I got those. Um, but yeah, man, like that that's not a similar thrill with the vintage, but I don't know what I get out of it. Just because it's here, man, Kansas City's like... You know, not known for like sneakers. You know, that's not the first thing that comes on the top of your dome when you yeah. come here. Um, but for an opportunity to like crack in the culture and be like that first in line, or just in line with people that are getting the culture here in Kansas City or outside, man, it's just related people, man. You know that that escape window of like relatively similar interests on a conversation where you don't have to explain too much to people. Cause it's like um, people come into the shop and they're like, uh, "30 bucks for this shirt." It's like, yeah, if you only knew like the story and the reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like if they're gonna, if I don't know, I feel like I price my stuff pretty fairly. So if someone's gonna look at my T-shirt and look at me like, 
$100 for a t-shirt, bro, it's like, if, I feel like if you have to ask that question, then you really don't know what it's worth. At least for me, like, I'm Man. not just pricing it at $100 because, like, I'm just a crazy person. You know what I mean? 100%. So like people, the, the way that I've had to break it down to people, because people have been like, dude, $100 for a t-shirt, that's crazy, bro. People are tripping. And, like, I just, like, in my mind, I'm just like, you know, you're, you're paying for the difference between, like, a Michael Jordan rookie card and a Michael Jordan basketball card printed yesterday. You right. know, it's, that's the total difference. I mean, it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And when I explain it to like, like that, people seem to understand it pretty quickly, but it really is like a collector's thing. Like, there's a difference between getting something that's, like, from that time. It's original. It's been worn for 20 years. It's broken in. Like, it has, like, the natural fade. It has, like, little distressing on the collar or, like, the sleeve and... Mm -hmm all like some minor cracking of the graphic, whatever it is. Like if you go to all these stores at the mall, they try to get all of their shit to look like the stuff that we find. And it's hilarious. Oh, because 100%. everything in their store is all like meant to look like it's faded. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Look like the graphics old and like worn out. I don't know. I get a kick out of that. Cause it's just like, you want to be what we do so bad, but you're not. Yeah. And it, they think it's like a overnight educational kind of thing to get up to where we even know about, you know, uh, the fabric, um, the tag. Or the tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Single stitch. Come on now. Yeah, Like, exactly. the importance like behind that. All that kind of stuff. Or if it's like officially licensed or like a parking lot bootleg or whatever, you know, it's like, it takes time to learn that stuff. And all those little details play a part into the value of the shirt or the garment or whatever it is you know yeah 100 that's why it's cool when you can like chop it up with people that that know about it too because they get it like you do and you it's like you're speaking the same language in a way you know yeah that's where i also get like really excited about and sometimes I even like trip over words or i get mixed up in my shit and i'm like ah i'm just too excited to finally find someone that finally understands what i'm <laughs> talking about <laughs> yeah exactly there's someone out there there's someone out there bro i get that feeling like i'm a jeff fan out here in california so it's Jeez. like very rare that i run into someone else that cares about this football team and when you do bro that's like a real connection yep you're like yep you like you get each other you know <laughs> yeah well that's that's honestly one of the perks for going to complex con i mean when it was fire Last one, yeah. not so much fire. Um, I mean, I probably wouldn't have met or even like went to San Francisco or you know done the things I did if I didn't meet these people in line waiting to get in. And all it was was yeah. like, what's good? And it was just like, blomp, homies for life. So you're more like an outrovert. So if you're like in line, you're going around like chop it up with people and like, What's up and like... um, nah, a little a little bit a little bit uh, i'm not like super super um you know um extroverted but like yeah i'll have my like airpods in i don't know it's just that nod what's up or like they compliment you on the shoes or your fit man it's just like oh i gotta stop my Good music energy. now yeah for just, sure like meet dope people and and, and it's it's real it's real genuine compliments like 
when they like know exactly what you're wearing and who made it. You know? <laughs> That's like, awesome, man. That, that is a good feeling. Like I always try to take, and I'm super bad at this, but like whenever I'm like out, like if I'm at the grocery store and someone compliments something I'm wearing, I'm trying to take that as an opportunity to be like, oh, you like my shirt? Hey, follow me on Instagram. Like, that's stupid heat. You know? Like, like I, I, if you like yeah. this, you'll like everything else I got. You know, like... So, 35 bucks? My girl bucks? would get on my ass about that. My girl would get on my ass about that because people would say that all the time. They'd be like, dude, I love your shirt. Or like, that's dope or whatever. And I'd just be like, all right, cool. Thanks, bro. Like, appreciate it or whatever. She'd be like, why are you not telling them like what you do for your business? You know, obviously they like your style, so they're gonna like what you're trying to sell. So, trying to get better at that is funny. <laughs> I feel like it's a. I don't know, uh, the the lady the lady that I have in my life is like she's more of like just a supporter. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. 100%. Doesn't really always understand what I'm saying and everything, but she's like, "You got this. <laughs> you do your thing. You do your thing. You do your thing." Uh, I wanna yeah, hundred percent. I wanna ask you some like going in some advice time for the listeners, man. Just um, for for starting um to selling um to reselling uh vintage clothes and whatnot. What's some tips you'd give for some people that are just trying to start and get into it? I guess what I would tell people is that it's okay to start small. It's it's okay to. Just, you know, start from the ground up and then build off of that. You know, you don't have to be an overnight success. Like a lot of people that have been doing this for a long, like a lot of people that like are really out there and you're watching their videos, you're following their stuff, all their shit is dope. There's so much work behind the scenes that goes into that. It's okay just educating yourself on the business so that you make good business decisions like you know you don't want to waste money so you want to educate yourself as much as you can like you want to know exactly what you're buying you know and you um you know you want to know what you're buying and you want to know what you're going to do with it and trying to think what else i'm not just trying to rant um you're good man Um, some advice for the people out there. I would just say too, that I think it's important to realize that like doing vintage and doing this business is that anybody could do it. Like, you know what I mean? There's a lot of people like that will buy from me that have no idea what I look like or where I come from or anything like that. You know, I'm just like, putting it out there on Depop or out there on Grilled or something and they're buying it. So it's really a business that anyone can be a part of. And I feel like it's a really accepting community of people that is helpful and like want to see people succeed. So it's definitely like if you're, I feel like this is, this would have been, I wish I got the advantage of starting this sooner Mm. for sure. Yeah. Oh, you know, and being because around like, being around Yusuf, not to interrupt, but that's what that has taught me. I was like, damn, this guy's been in it for like, years. You just started sooner, bro. <laughs> you know, like like how I feel sometimes is like when I was a kid, I was working at like a pizza shop working minimum wage 
getting like yelled at by people over the phone. Like if that's for some people and that's cool and I get that, but if you feel like you have more of like an entrepreneurial spirit and you kind of want to be more independent and in charge of yourself, it's a great business to get into because you can start with practically nothing and it's up to you what you want to do with it. And there's a lot of people out there that can kind of help you and guide you along the way, I feel like. Yeah, there's always a, a help button. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm, I'm usually, if I have the time, I'll try to give people advice. Like, especially if, like, they've been following me for a while, you know, and, like, I see their name pop up a few times on, like, my pictures. And if they reach out, and they're like, hey, man, like, how do you, like do this or like what kind of lighting do you use or whatever i usually don't have a problem helping people that's awesome we need more people like that i know some people that'd be like fuck off yeah those people suck (laughs) (laughs) those people suck man and then uh people suck man one negativity no negativity not right now never no i ain't got time for that shit definitely not right now bro no Ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Question for you, bro. You ready for this one? Deep one. Yeah. One word that describes you. Hustler. Hey. True facts. I will. I will always get it, bro. I promise you. Like, I don't know what it is, man, but I'm a hustler. I'm gonna always get it, regardless. So I always felt. That's your like, next. Like I've seen a lot of people. Like I. Like, my life could have gone a completely different direction at so many different points in my life. You know what I mean? So, for me, where I am right now, I wake up blessed. I feel very grateful to be here. And I'm just going to do whatever I can to just, like, get that energy out of me. Try to put some positivity in the world. And just keep hustling, man. It's fun for me. It sounds like it's a shit ton of fun. And I'm so glad we connected, man. I really am. Like, without a doubt. We're going to be out in California. Thanks for reaching out. Yeah, man. Uh, Where can we... um, It's stupid heat, right? It's stupid heat. (laughs) So it's easy to remember. So uh, Instagram right now is just at stupid heat. Mm Mm-hmm. And you can follow my Depop page. The link is in the bio, but it's just depop.com slash stupidheat. I love um, that. But definitely follow me on Instagram. I'll probably follow you back because I'm really nice. <laughs> That's right, listeners. He's <laughs> Scott's a nice guy. He also likes long walks on the beach. Scott, he's a nice guy. <laughs> it's in my bio. <laughs> All right. Um Listeners, don't forget to check us out on uh, Instagram as well. We got a lot going on. We're not stopping right now. Like, this virus shit's going to blow over, and we're going to be back at it. Um, And we're also on 10 different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Please become a subscriber. Um, My homie, Scott, I appreciate your time, man. Um, Anything last thing you want to tell listeners right now? Before we... uh... Uh, No, brother, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Definitely, like, everyone that listens podcast nate's a solid dude reset is dope so just thanks for having me on and um hopefully we can chop it up soon and come out to cali we'll get it going hell yeah man all right man i appreciate your time
Yeah, you too, man. Stay safe out there. Yeah, you too, man. Later. Alright, man.